DMZ. DMZ. I had a question. Can I talk my shit again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Can I talk my shit again? What up, yo, Maji? What up, Blur? What up, Mike? What up, Black Ant? Profit. Uh, VMG. Hold up. Hold up. Yes, this is Royal G. Bernie. We back again. Let Bernie Podcast. Click stream and enjoy. Anchor, Spotify, Google, iTunes. Anywhere else you can find a Let Bernie Podcast. Let's begin. This is the end of the regular season for the NFL. Um, while we, while I'm still looking at it right now, 49ers, to my knowledge, are still up at the time. I guess before the show is over with, I can tell you guys, um, right not the 49ers picking number one seed. And this is a big game right now for the last game of the regular season. 49ers win, they're the number one seed. If they don't win, Packers get the number one seed. Saints get the number two seed. Seahawks get the number three seed. Eagles get the number four seed. Number five seed would be automatically the 49ers. And number six seed would be the Vikings. If it stands right now, because the 49ers are up the last time I checked, they were on the road also against that tough 12th man in Seattle. Anything can go. This is the NFC West. This is, for, this is for all the marbles and for everything, for the title, and not just for the title, just to change the whole course of the playoffs. 49ers win. That's a dub. They number one seed. Everything goes through San Francisco. Packers get the number two. Saints, regardless of what happens, they'll be at number three. No matter how the seeding forms, Eagles is going to be the you know number four seed just because of the record. They're nine and seven. I'll speak more about that later on, but we're going to get on the 49ers. The last time I checked right now, they are up. The 49ers are up right now. And this is a big game for them. If they're able to beat the Seahawks on the road, especially at a place that a lot of teams haven't had really much success in doing. You can go on a road against the Seahawks with the title on the line, then you, 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 you're you God. And um, we'll see. Oh, actually, never mind. That's it. Game's over. 49ers win. 49ers win. 49ers win. 26-21. Okay, I guess it's over. That's it. That's it. So, 49ers... They clinched NFC West. Congratulations to the 49ers. They had himself uh, one hell of a season from being 11-0 and zero and then just struggling ever since then, going 3-3 three and three ever since, starting off 11-0. and oh. Starting with that first loss in overtime to the Seahawks, they struggled and won and struggled and won. Every loss came with a win. Every loss came with a win. And, another, and you question if the 49ers was just, you know, they was losing it. And now we ended the last season of the game where they had to fight to get a division and not just for the division to make sure they have home field advantage. That was this was, was that was on the, the whole display. That was on the stake of what Seahawks needed to do. If Seahawks could beat the beat them for the NFC West, automatically they're the three seed. Automatically they'll be at home instead of going on the road. Either way, whatever the Seahawks did, the Seahawks would have to play next week regardless. Because of virtues of the Packers and Saints both also being 13 and 3. I don't remember three top teams in the NFC being 13 and 3 collectively. But in this, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy how it came down to it. And both of these two teams, the Packers and Saints, got the ass whipped by the 49ers. Yet we got the 49ers still with the same record. But more importantly, they win. 
They handled the business on the road against Seattle. They got the number one seed of all the NFC. They're going to ball out. They're going to handle the business. They're going to show the NFL or the NFC how to really handle business in San Francisco. And Seattle, right now, Seattle, as I, is, like I said, Vikings didn't have to really do anything. I'll talk to them. I'll, I'll get to them later on. But 49ers, congratulations to y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all had a great season. Nobody expected y'all to even have the number one seed. Nobody even expected y'all to be in the playoffs. Um, we, we all talked about the Rams. They were the defending NFC champions. We talked about the Seahawks, how better they were. We even talked about the Cardinals, even though we didn't think the Cardinals would be in the playoffs. We looked at Kyler Murray and, uh, you know, the greatness he's possessed. And all along, you know, Jimmy G, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's money right now. He's been a winning QB ever since coming you know, into the fold when he came in for Tom Brady. Then he got traded, went 5-0. and So there was some unique with this guy. And now, you know, last year he got hurt, so we didn't know what could have been the case for him. This year he's healthy and he's played all 16 games to really show out for this team. So success for him. And you wish they got the best overall number one seed. They win the West. They control their destiny in the NFC. have one job to do one easy job the most easiest task they ever had to do in in this illustrious career of Tom Brady Bill Belichick when they get at least the second seed at least they get at home in the divisional round and they easily can even do that they, they barely didn't even do it actually they didn't do it they didn't do nothing at all they had one simple job is just to beat the Miami Dolphins. A team who started off on the bad side of history as one of the worst scoring teams ever. That couldn't even muster a point. They have able to fought their way and claw their way back on a winning streak of sorts. They not have they don't have a good record at all, don't get me wrong. What they were, they are right. 4 and 12 team now. But they have, but the Patriots had one job to do. And they can't even get that job done. They allowed the Dolphins to run the, run the score on them. 20, 27 and 24 to final. Why is this a bad? Why is this bad at all? Two reasons. One, Patriots with the Patriots losing, Chiefs was able to beat the Chargers. Chiefs wasn't playing. Chiefs knew that if they win, help and with the help of the Patriots losing. They get the two seed, and they got the two seed. And they didn't win, well, if they did win, and the Patriots won, the highest it goes is three. Texans wasn't, well, Texans already conceded to themselves that they're gonna be the fourth seed. So the Texans didn't even care at this point. The Texans knew that they had nothing really to go for. They already knew they was gonna be playing in, in the, you know, in the first round anyway. So they, to them, the highest they can go is a three. But it don't really matter because still playing in the first round. Chiefs had everything to play for. They win, they get a first round bye. Congratulations to the Chiefs. You guys did your, you, you, you did your job. Sir Paul performed, I wouldn't say Sir Paul from Patrick Mahomes, but he played to his advantage. That running back Williams, he played lights out. They're all healthy right now. The Chiefs are healthy and they get it, they get it, they get a week to rest up everybody for the next round or whoever goes to Kansas City. As for the Patriots, Patriots played themselves. They could have been in that position. 
they didn't have to worry about anything. But now, because of it, they're going to be at home in the first round of the playoffs. I don't remember any point of the Patriots playing the third seed in a very long time. It's been a very, very long time since the Patriots has been in the first round of play a game. Good thing about it is they do got the division. They was able to beat the Bills two weeks ago for the division. They are still the three seed. So I don't believe you have to face... If you're the three seed, you're facing... Well, you're facing the Titans. You are facing the Tennessee Titans. Actually, I should take the back. Tennessee Titans? Yeah, you're facing the Titans. You're facing the Tennessee Titan team, who's 9-7, who's had a bumpy year to them, who, who had a bumpy year. Marcus Mariota is not the QB that everybody expected. They are led by a, a tough head coach, Mike Frable. Mike Frable is coming from the Patriots dynasty. He's about, what, the same age as Tom Brady. This guy knows how to play football. So this is a reunion of sorts. Can Mike Frable tell him, can he take that team head on into, well, I don't know about that. Well, I don't, I don't even want to make that type of assumption because I don't, we, I don't even get to know predictions yet with that. Um, but Patriots, they're in trouble because that's what they face in the first round. And before anything I could say about the matchup, I just was it that Tom Brady, well, not even Tom Brady, I just say the Patriots as a whole, you had an opportunity to get the first round. You didn't get the first round done. You let the Chiefs get past you. And this is where you're at. You deserve to get all the, all the nonsense that comes your way. And I think that's it. I think this is there's gonna be a point where I don't see y'all going this far right now. It was one thing when you had a week off, you had two games just to get to the Super Bowl. Now you're playing three games. And the team that you got constructed right now, great defense. The defense is still by far the best defense in football. But this offense have not been able to help Tom Brady. And I don't see why it's going to now. Julian Elliman, he's not healthy. You got no tight ends. The running game that was so good last year has not been good this year. Sony Michelle has been on, is having a slump right now of a year. Burkhead, White, they're not being able to contribute to this team overall. The weapons that Tom Brady's got right now, he's still, he got so much trust issues that it doesn't really matter what type of weapon you got. None of them is helping him. Josh Gordon has been sent to Seattle right now. Antonio Brown, he's fighting to get back to the NFL after you release both of them. You don't got no weapons. Um... Demarius Thomas, he haven't played much with the Jets, and you sent him to the Jets. This this team that everybody raved about, Patriots having the best wide receiving core, maybe in Tom Brady's history, with so much weapons around him and so much talent, has now been decimated to this Julian Edelman and all these receivers that don't look like they got any future. Patriots are in trouble, and this could be the end for them as a as a, just a dynasty. The dynasty might end this year. If the Titans decide they want to run the score. Because Derrick Henry, he's a beast. AJ Brown is a beast. Tannehill come out of nowhere as a bum to be a like comeback player of the year for the Titans. Alright, on to it right now. So I'm gonna the 49ers the number one seed. You obviously seen the Patriots and what happened to them. Um, you know what? Let's just get down with the predictions right now. I was going to talk more about everybody else, but, you know, we're approaching that time, and, you know, I didn't get the chance to do this in 2019, and we're in 2020, and we're not that many, we don't, we got, we got less than a day away from the, 
the wild card round starting. So, without further ado, we're going to get the top of my head with the predictions that's going to happen right now. And, um, with the Patriots, since I was, I'm going to continue with the Patriots right now. Defense, like I said, I think they got the best defense in football still. I think Bill Belichick's defensive-minded. He's not going to let this defense get, you know, taken out as easy as anybody expects this to be. On the contrary, you got the Titans, who's hungry right now, who's been playing very well. Ryan Tannehill, as I said before, he's revived his career of some sorts. I think he is a candidate for um, comeback player of the year, especially coming from where he came from in the Dolphins. Everybody had high hopes on Tannehill, and he didn't do anything, maybe because of the coaching or maybe because of the weapons over there, but nonetheless, he's played well in Tennessee. Mike Frabel has really made him very useful. Maybe, and you start questioning, was Marcus Mariota ever the perfect fit? And it's sad because he was also drafted in the same year with Jameis Winston. And these two QBs, they might, they, it might be, it, it might be it for both of them. They both might be just reduced to a backup role. Jameis Winston is thrown dirty interceptions with dirty touchdowns. That is, I don't think he's coming back as a start next year. Marcus Mariota, you know, injuries kind of messed up his chances and the way Tannehill's playing right now. I don't think Mariota's gonna get that chance to really prove that he can be that guy for the Tennessee Titans anymore. I think his time has ran out also. So, but nonetheless, um, I'm not here to talk about stories or the storylines. I'm just here to just tell you who I feel is going to win this game between the Patriots and Titans. And Patriots at home, um, Patriots, just what the hell you expect? Why? No matter what you can question about this offense or about the Patriots, that defense is not going to allow Tennessee to score 20 points. I don't even think Tennessee is going to even get an offensive touchdown, to be honest with you. And... It, they got a, they got an amazing wide receiver in AJ Brown. I think the Titans might be looking at maybe their future, maybe the they're the best wide receiver in team history in this guy. If he is, if he if he continues to play at a Pro Bowl level, I don't know if he's a Pro Bowl this year, but he should be. He should be a Pro Bowl. He's he's had an amazing season, over a thousand yards for AJ Brown. You know. One Brown don't do a good job, the other Brown could do a good job. And not, I'm not, no, no, this to Antonio Brown, but where is he at? No man's land. AJ Brown, sweet. He's doing good. Derrick Henry, over 1,500 yards rushing for this big guy. He's really been the anchor for this offense completely for um, Tennessee. And Mike Frable, he's had, he's done, he's done well this year. He's done very well this year, getting them to the playoffs, even though nobody expected the Titans to be here. This was a one-team conclusion with the Colts. Andrew Luck retired. Titans got a chance to eat into it. Jacksonville didn't do well. Titans, Texans might have won a division, but do we consider the Texans to be a threat in the, for the Super Bowl? No. So if anybody have an outside shot of getting into the next round, would be the Titans because they are facing a team with no solid offense. Tom Brady's really a shell of himself. But this defense for the Patriots, I don't believe they're going to allow this to happen. I think they're going to step in. They're going to put the pressure. Bill Belichick is going to definitely put the pressure on this Titans team. He's had a week right now to really study them, even though I don't think he really, he didn't really want to be down with that. But he's got a week to study the Titans game calling and the, and the game plan, whatever, however they want to cheat. The Patriots are going to win.
second AFC matchup in the wild card week. I think Saturday's the AFC and Sunday's the NFC. Texans hosting Bills. Yeah. Um, they're not evenly matched. Um, Bills got a solid defense. Well, they're not, a, they're not one of the best defenses in football. I believe they're top ten defense overall. Might not, you might not know the players on the defensive side of the Bills, but the Bills are a solid defensive team. On the opposite side, the offense is, uh, I, I don't know, eh, not something that you'll, you know, your glamour around. Gary Allen, um, this is his second full year in the NFL, and, you know, I, I'm not saying Josh Allen is a life on squirrel because... Because I'm pretty sure he, he's, got, he's, he's, he's talented. I think he's a guy who shows a promise that he's got a big arm. And he's not able to do it. So, but for the, for the most part, he's been mobile. I think that's been the difference between the Bills this year and why they're in the playoffs right now. For the like, second time in like what, two or three years already. Um, they did, they did, they did good. They, they have done good. And... Um, Oh, you just have to hope that they can really, they can really, you know, outperform the Texans. But I don't feel like, especially at home, I don't see any chance at all that that's going to be the case. I feel like the Bills, if anybody in Wildcard Week has to have an outside chance, again, like a road win, it would be the Bills right now. I'm not sure when the last time the Bills even had a road win, maybe in 20 years. I mean, this is due to end. But just for some reason, the te- especially after the Texans last year just got them their asses handed to them, I don't feel like that's going to be the case again. I think the Texans will get to the second round. And um, I think the Texans will do diligence and handle the Bills I don't really have a prediction. I don't want to throw no predictions. But it's just off the strength of the offense for Deshaun Watson. I think I'm just going to go 27-14. I think the Bills will keep it interesting throughout the most throughout the quarters. But I think the Texans will pull away. You know, the receiving core for the Texans with um, Hopkins, Fuller, um, and Stills. They're going to they're gonna get it going. They're going to give the Deshaun Watson some, some much-needed help. If Deshaun Watson would have to run, he's also a mobile QB. He can run also. And I expect him to run lights out if it comes down to it. So I expect the Texans to win in the close. In about, uh, they win by 11 points. All right, this is a Sunday game around 1 o'clock. Vikings and Saints. And... Yeah, I don't know what y'all thought, what y'all thought was gonna say. I'm gonna go out and just keep this under one minute. I'm not even trying to be respectful to the Vikings, but I look at this as a revenge game. First of all, from two years ago, after the Vikings miracle touchdown, though they would beat the Saints when the Saints had a chance of winning this game in the last seconds of the whole original round two years ago before the Vikings met the Eagles in the NFC Championship game and the Eagles spanked them. The Saints are gonna spank them, and they're gonna spank them in mad fashion. Sadly, I give the Saints beating them, 
especially they at home also. Further Cincinnati be home anyway, and I, I might even go past a minute. I might, I'll keep it less than two minutes. The Saints are gonna embarrass the Vikings. And first and foremost, this is a good defense, this stellar defense for the Vikings. They got a, a, a trio of a good running back or a great running back and two great receivers on this team. The problem with the Vikings is that they're led by Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins has never been in the playoffs before in his life. Well, and I'm not missing, I think, and if he has, he has never won in the playoff game. He's not beating Drew Brees. Drew Brees is on a collision course of becoming 41 years old. He's one of the top 10 greatest QBs ever. And I think if he gets the Super Bowl win, this might put him higher on the list. Not maybe the top five. I think Drew Brees needs this. He's already leads the record for NFL for passing touchdowns and yards. Completion. A lot of completions for this guy. Um, Drew Brees, he hasn't had a championship in 10 years. I don't know how many more chances Drew Brees is going to get to get to the Super Bowl. At least Gans is who will help him out. They're going to win 40 to 10. Saints. Yay! Alright, this is the last game of the wild card round. We got the 9-7 NFC North East Eagles. Well, NFC East, sorry, I said North East. But NFC East champion Eagles who won after being the Cowboys to win the division. And you got the Seahawks, led by Russell Wilson, now the returning Beast Mode and um, Marshawn Lynch. Um, this team, you know, both teams is not, has not done well. Um, listen, as I said, I'm Team Eagles, Fly Eagles High. And I, as me, most emotionally invested, I would pick the Eagles to anybody. But I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm not talking for myself. If we're talking about third party, I'm pretty sure the Seahawks will get them. Now, if there's one reason why I'll say that, it's because Russell Wilson is playing on a all, it's a all high level right now. I think high level. I think this is maybe some of the best work he's been able to do in his career. The fact that it's amazing that this this kid. When he was given that much money, you know, a lot of pieces started falling apart. And even after all the pieces started falling apart, all, all that just happened is that this team now revolves around him more than a defensive-led running town team. This is now Russell, Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson, he's about 5'11", and he's still able to make it work around him. And he's highly mobile. He's the most rushing yards he had in his career this year. This is a, and especially, don't forget, before all his running backs started going down, this was the best running attack in football before the, you know, before the Ravens started going off and then before the Seahawks, their running backs all started getting depleted and getting hurt. And to what I understand, all the, all this top three running backs are all out for the rest of the season, all from some different injuries. So you had to add, so you had, had another running back in Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson, he's taken his, he's had to take the load to start running also. And it's, it's kind of worked. Um, I think that if the Seahawks do win, I will listen. If there's got to be an upset, I want to pick an upset. I'm picking an upset with the Eagles. I feel like the Eagles might beat them. Realistically, I think I might be wrong. So that's why I'm saying in a realistic standpoint, the, the consensus of what America and the whole world will be saying, they're going to say the Seahawks. 
I don't want to say Seahawks. I want to be invested because my it's my Eagles. I think I want, I want to see the Eagles have all the opportunity to get back to the Super Bowl again, especially with a depleted roster that they got. The fact that Carson Wentz could still go out there for four straight games, he balled out to even get to playoffs. And I don't want to. I don't want to see this end. I am pick, I am personally picking the Eagles to make the upset against the Seahawks. I think if any if there's any team right now that can make this upset will be the Eagles. I, I just don't trust that defense for the Seahawks at all. I think, and then you're coming from the road all the way to the East Coast. Uh, I'm not saying that can't be done. That Russell Wilson can't do it, but I'm gonna go out of limit. I'm gonna say the Eagles, even with that no name team that they got around them. Carson Wentz has made it work around these no name guys. He's helped elevate them. And as long as as long as Sanders, that running back who's also wasn't even there earlier this season, he kind of he helped some stuff up. I think this would be a, this Wentz has a chance. It's going to be a close game, so I'm going to keep it. I'll keep it twenty to seventeen. I think the Eagles defense has retain, has come has has come back in form to give this team a chance right now. And I think that's what you need. You give them a chance, and that's it. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, OG Bernie. You can follow the Alert Burn Rant Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Click, stream, and enjoy. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter, L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T. You can also hashtag Alert Burn Rant with the little flame emojis. Click, stream, and enjoy overall. Burn.